Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. Today, I want to talk about rebounding. How quickly do you rebound from setbacks? Now, this probably isn't a shocker of a topic because over the past year and a half, we've all had the opportunity to see in real time how resilient we are in a lot of ways. But I want to talk about this today because, and I've said this before, but one of the things that I really want to make use of in this podcast is the opportunity to let you know that you're not alone because dental is an incredible career path that offers so many amazing opportunities. And there are some things that you deal with as doctors in this profession that are different than other industries. But one thing that I've made it my mission to help with is to open up conversations here and in group settings online and in other venues to make it clear, make it better known that if you're dealing with something as a dentist, chances are that there's another dentist and often a lot of other dentists dealing with the same thing. In fact, that's what prompted me to even start this podcast last year, a conversation between a client and I. And throughout our session, it was clear to me that it seemed factual to him that he was the only or one of a rare few that was feeling and experiencing the struggle that he was working through. And that just wasn't the case. It's usually not the case. Let me tell you something I know about Dennis having worked with you for as long as I have now. You are intelligent, resourceful, determined, successful people, period. And sometimes as people with a long list of superlatives, you're really hard on yourself and you think your situations of struggle are so unique that it actually holds you back from getting the support that you need to move through it. And over this past year of coaching, I've had a lot of clients tell me I'm not good at bouncing back or I don't do well with change or I wasn't expecting to have to deal with these things and I don't know how to do it. And I want to spend some time today talking through those things because the way that our minds sometimes present things to us and the way that we say them out loud to other people can be quite different from reality. And here's what I mean by that. In relation to conversations about rebounding, bouncing back from unexpected or difficult situations, okay, I want you to define in your mind what being good at that would look like. Because I think sometimes we assume that because something is painful or uncomfortable, or because we're not enjoying going through it, that we're not good at it. And I think those are two totally separate things, how we feel while doing something and our skill level in doing it. I'm proficient at making baked sweets. I'm able to do it nine times out of 10 and make something pretty great, but I don't enjoy baking as much or as often as some people do. So when you say that you're not good at getting back on track after a setback or after a major catastrophe, I want you to be really clear about what that means and what you're actually critiquing yourself for. To me, and you'll need to decide what your own definition of being good at rebounding is, but to me, it's continuing to figure it out, continuing to put in effort, one foot in front of the other, moving forward, falling and picking yourself up, and probably falling again and picking yourself up again and moving through it. 
And yeah, I hope that more days than not, I'm smiling while I try to figure things out. I hope that I'm still able to laugh at the funny things and not dread each moment of working through the situation. But to me, enjoying the catastrophe or loving the setback is not a necessary component to determine whether or not I'm good at bouncing back from hardships. If anything, that's another bucket of, do I smile and love every moment of really hard things, which isn't even a goal of mine. I don't personally want to feel great about everything that happens, particularly things that I view as bad or wrong. But again, how I feel as I make effort to improve situations is not the sum of how good I am at bouncing back. So decide what being good at bouncing back looks like for you and be clear on that list before you decide how good you are or are not at it. Now let's talk about change. I am a big fan of systems. I appreciate as many things being automated as they can be. I love dependable people and I frequent places where I can count on a pleasant experience every time. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think most people enjoy the reliability of good, pleasurable experiences with people, places, and things, okay? And most people also do not like when the fun, easy, automated, safe, pleasing, healthy, beautiful, enjoyable, accessible things they've come to count on are disrupted or threatened. So if that's also you, if you don't like having unexpected changes in the things you appreciate being a certain way, I don't think that's necessarily you not being good at change as much as it is you not liking how you experience change. And you might be saying, okay, Chelsea, we're saying the same thing differently, but stay with me because really we're not, and this is important. If you are faced with a challenge or a difficult situation and you completely stop dead in your tracks, you make no effort to understand or move through it, you throw your hands up and permanently quit because you lack the ability to understand, you lack the skill set to move forward, you're truly unable to move through it, then you might get me to agree that you don't deal with that specific change well yet. And I'm pretty adamant about the yet part because presumably you notice that you don't thrive in that type of situation, which means you are aware and you can improve. Okay. But if you're faced with a difficult situation and you're doing things, you're making an effort, you're trying, then that part of doing hard things is at least acceptable, if not great. So the only part you're left with is how you feel about doing the things and getting through the rough patch. And the reason that this is the best news I could have shared with you is because every feeling you have can be traced back to a thought you choose to think. Every single one. So if you don't like the way you feel as you're rebounding it's worth considering what you're thinking about as you're making your efforts to move forward. What are your efforts fueled by? What are your underlying thoughts about what you're doing and why? Those are your gold. Those are the reasons you feel the way you do. And if you want to change them, you can, then you'll have a new experience. And if you don't want to change them, you can keep them. But I want you to think about your most common thoughts as filters. And once you decide on a certain thought or thought process, 
your mind hones in on the things that agree with that thought process and filters out other things. So let's say, for example, you were offered a partnership opportunity at a practice in another city, and you're thinking about what a great opportunity it is for you. Things like the desirable housing in that city, convenience to things you enjoy out that way, and other positives are going to be much more apparent to you than if you get the offer and think about not wanting to work in another city and definitely not wanting to move to another city. If you're focusing on those thoughts, your mind will find things that agree with that perspective. The reasons why where you're currently working is more preferable, the people and things that you love in your current city, the inconvenience of commuting or moving. Whatever you believe, whatever you choose to think is the truth about your partnership opportunity is what you're going to prove true to yourself because that's what our minds do. We give them a directive, in this case, how to think about a career move, and then they're off to the races to find and offer all of the things that point to that directive, to that perspective. So it's really important to remember that you choose your directive. You choose which perspective to prove true. If something is incredibly challenging for you and you don't like how you're feeling as you're rebounding, ask yourself, how can I be the most valuable to myself and to this situation? And pick one thing that you want to do as you move forward. Not all the things. You don't have to be perfect at it. Just pick one thing that you'd be proud of if you looked back on this experience, that you'd have good thoughts about your efforts if you implemented as you work through the challenge. And then give it your best effort, make room for error or imperfection, and move forward. As long as you keep moving forward, you are rebounding and you are handling change. So remember that and give yourself credit for it. That's all for today. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools, as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire. <music>